Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. <laughs> Yes, coming in hot with episode 67 of the Football Played on Paper podcast. I'm Sean, and we've got a full panel today. Jobber? How's things? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Barney? Sure, no. And Halsey, how are you, bud? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, mate. How are you guys going? Yeah, all good. Anyone tired from the Euros yet, or just getting your feet wet? Yeah, I don't like the two AMs. That's yeah. a pain. It's a real pain in the ass, isn't it? Can't watch them. It's Can't tough do it. time. Yeah, fives are right and elevens are right. I can go through those. I'm probably um, the first person to say this, but are the TV networks too selfish? Like yeah. Just with the timing? I don't know. Just just, just now. What just about recently. The fans? What Again, about the fans? think of the shareholders. Um, <laughs> all right. We've got a, bloody, a huge pod to get through. So, weekly happenings. Um, let's go. It's cracking. All righty then. So, first one off the rank here is UEFA are considering moving the last week of the finals of the Euros over the COVID restrictions. So this was a, a big one here, I thought. So um, final week is, I think, one of the semis or both semis are meant to be at Wembley. Both, and yeah. then And then the finals also at Wembley. And uh, UEFA are considering moving those if basically the United Kingdom don't give them um, allowances for not having to self-isolate once they enter the country to attend their finals for all the UEFA officials and the 2,500 VIPs or the uh, the uh, big big chunk of money that's coming in. So, uh, yeah, if they don't lift their restrictions on those, they're considering moving it to Budapest, which has pretty much no restrictions at the moment. Budapest. So, full stadium there. Um, so, Budapest has restrictions for protests and gatherings of 500, um, but for football, we can have full stadium. So, Sick. I mean, that's my kind of city. Priorities. Um, Barney, I just want to put it out there. Do you think this would have happened under Michelle Platini? I feel like this would have been resolved behind a dumpster somewhere with a, with a bag of cash. Like, wh- why are we doing this now? Like, why aren't we going back to what we know? The man also that gets the things pe- done. Why can't also- Qatar host the Euros? <laughs> is, there, is there also the people who, not so long ago with the ESL drama, were saying football is for the fans, but if you've got 2,500 VIPs, then it's also for those guys. Yeah, <laughs> equally yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> equally for them. Some are more equal than others. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So next one we've got is the Torquay United goalkeeper's uh, goal that sent them through to extra time. Uh, I don't know if you boys caught this, but basically entering uh, last couple minutes of normal time, Torquay have a, uh, a free kick out wide. The keeper goes forward and very much like Allison gets his head on it and flicks it into a goal to send it, send him in extra time in the uh, National League playoff final, I believe it was, Job. Yeah, I think that's correct. We, uh, I think so. Yeah, we love a goalkeeper going there. forward in this pod, don't exactly. we? He actually, he actually, I think you'll find he actually stayed forward from, I think it was a corner or a free kick that went out for a throw-in, and he's, oh, he, he's running back. They threw it in, he's like, oh, they're just going to lug it in the box. So he, you see him run back into the box right before it gets hit in, and yeah. It's sort of a late run in, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. And yeah. and the keeper, it's, you kind of got to blame the other team's keeper a little bit too. He gets nowhere near it when he comes out and just leaves the goal totally exposed. <laughs> yeah. He should have come out and marked him. Like, on, he kind of comes to punch and, and you see the one of the, the Torquay players recognizes this and just jumps into where he wants to be. So he kind of just blocks the keeper. And yeah, nice. The other keeper was going zonal. He should have gone man for man on their real keeper. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of feel for any, like any time a goalkeeper goes up, you're like, they're so bad at football that generally you're like, just leave them. Oh. He's going to cause himself problems. Like, Allison, they're not going yeah. to make an impact on a corner. Jeez, gotta, sorry for all the goalkeepers out there. Just yeah. Ah, fuck them. <laughs> Double little, down. Little theory crafter. What do you, what do you think a, a future rule of if a, a goalkeeper can use his hands in the opposition box? <laughs> Either box. <laughs> Travel goal. Yeah, can't hold the ball, but he can punch it. So it's like you run the risk of setting him forward to the corner because he can punch the ball in. But then you're vulnerable if he doesn't make it count. You've got to try an MLS trial first, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely yeah. happened there. Yeah. One of the better rule changes I've heard recently. <laughs> yeah, just but, um, then. The keeper, he actually, so it went into extra time and then went to pens. And that same keeper actually saved two pens in the shootout, yet they still lost. So <laughs> the keeper did, keeper did everything he could to try and get him through, but they, his just teammates just let him down. Contrast his game with um, De Gea's game in the Europa League final. <laughs> <laughs> Cop 14 and Mr. Penn. <laughs> God, he's bad. Yeah. All right. So uh, next one, this has come out and this is from one of uh, Jobber's favorite publications. That's where he gets all his, uh, his news lad? from. Give me sport. Penhouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Read it. Uh, just the, the Playboy article section. Um, Street bets. <laughs> so Liverpool and Man United. Uh, apparently the ESL founders. This is an accusation Slides. made by uh, Laporta, the Barcelona president. Is he still, is he still going to jail? Is that the same guy? <laughs> yeah. Very that's, a previous, that's a previous president. Oh, that's yeah, a previous yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. And this one Blood's eventually. On hands, of it. I saw the rest <laughs> yeah. of the article, which was interesting, which was like, oh, we don't know why there's these financial problems, but there are. We're going to be looking into it. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's really weird from a guy in that position to be throwing barbs, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you mean on the entity that you govern? Yeah, that's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I feel like he can just say really ridiculous crap because he's he's still fresh in the job. So he's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, like I didn't have anything to do with this. Why would they make this stupid decision? Yeah. And he just, I just wonder when he's going to stop saying this stupid stuff though and actually do something about it. Yeah, if he's like, someone had, should be doing something. <laughs> if only they had someone in the position to govern the entity <laughs> and look at this type of thing. <laughs> I know. So they, need, they need to take over. Maybe like a Glazier or a John Henry or someone to straighten things out. Someone you can trust. So, God. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. So onto a bit of uh, transfer news slash uh, rumors. So I think we got a soundbite for that. Ooh. <laughs> oh, like that. That's Budget has gone up. Exactly. So first one is uh, Rui Patricio to Roma. So apparently all the personal. Um, Parts of this deal have been agreed to by uh, Rui and Roma. And now it's just up to Wolves to settle on a fee they're willing to let him go for. They want 15 mil. Roma aren't willing to pay uh, pay that much. Mm. Um, so I could I could still very much see this uh, deal going through, especially because Jorge Mendes is involved. So he will get cash one way or another. Play by both sides. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you yeah. boys think? Sound, sounds like, um, like it. R- Roma have gone the uh, Manchester United approach to transfers. Agree personal terms with the individual, release it to everyone and run it through the media, and then we'll worry about the little factor of the massive fee later. So, 
I can't see what could go wrong. It's a hype it, it's machine. It's worked every time. Sancho. <laughs> <laughs> just the third or fourth off season you've gone for him now. Uh, it's, it's happening. That's why he's on the bench. He's just counting the dollars. Um, oh, this is such a good move for Roma. Like, is yeah. he is he like the best keeper outside the top four? Casper, maybe. Mm, Peter's son, probably not. <laughs> I've, got, I've got I've got a long I've got a, le- a long a, memory. I've seen some bloody howls from him last year. He's only half Peter, yeah. so he's not the full Peter. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be one. He'd be one of. He'd be one of for sure. Yeah, no, he move they get away with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, all right, next one, and this is actually confirmed and has actually happened: is Memphis Depay to Barcelona. So this was another one that's been in the works for a long time, uh, and it's actually finally gone through. What are your boys' thoughts on this? Yeah, not bad. Good for Depay. I thought I didn't think he was going to get back to another sort of finisher club anytime soon. So good, good, good for him. Yeah, I, I didn't know if he'd get back to that level. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what's going to Barca going to look like in the next couple of years and how he's. Yeah, I, I feel like he's doing a sinking ship. Yeah, they're just like, a bit he's, of a mess. He's not, he's not going to be the man either, like because Messi's the man still. Yeah. So and like Depay, like he's going to play like front and center. Hmm. Um, I, I was really surprised by this. I thought he'd go and get like a big fat paycheck in the Premier League instead of going to the sinking ship at Barca. Like it doesn't Would make still sense. Get paid to fairly well at Barca though. Because he's handling the contracts, I don't know. Because he's a free transfer, I think he's going to get a chunk of change for himself anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I think anything you save on the transfer fee in some degree goes back to that individual in, in wages, like the Ramsey deal when he left but for free. They're, but they're broke. Like they've got real financial problems, and like they're signing him for free. Like this, has has anyone ever seen a successful club sign this many players for free? Well, it's a new approach for Barca, as you say, because they're broke. They got no, yeah. they got no cash. So it, that's how they're signing players. They're signing players who are free, just based on reputation. Like um, when Aldum, as in the club's reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sign, yeah so when Aldum is is gone there for free, and um, Depay. So I think when Aldum like, went to PSG. Yeah, he ditched. But, but was, he was, was meant to. He was going to yeah. go there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. They're, they're signing those type of players just based on their reputation uh, alone, um, because mm. they don't have any cash, and that's just their their way forward. But you wonder how long, as you say, job, if they're a sinking ship, how long that reputation holds up, and they're still a destination club because it won't take too long because they're, until they're not. He's he's also just like obviously coming from the Netherlands job, like he's also just getting all the Netherlands boys back together. It seems like mm. as well. It's like we're now to to pie. Like others have been linked there. It's like yeah, he's just like guys he knows he's he's had before, and they're just all from the Netherlands. But yeah, Barca, Barca do there. have like a Barca do have like a history with the Netherlands. Um, you know, Koeman, Cruyff, etc. Um, so like I suppose, and Frank de Boer played there as well. Like there's a bit of Patrick sort of Dutch, Yeah, a bit of Dutch like in there. Um, mm. So I can sort of understand it, but I think that goes to your point, Sean. Around it's like part of the history. Like that's the selling point for them. Because it just—it seems so weird for him. Like he could have gone to most clubs, and yeah, they just seem a bit weird for but me. Did, name, name another club that can sign the, that level of player for free, like multiple players like that for free. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, I suppose any, any of the big the Premier League yeah. clubs could pay him like two hundred and fifty grand a week. Mm. Um, and he'd be like, you're—you're uh, you're probably in a—you might not be in a better comp, but you're in a better market. But maybe, maybe those Premier League clubs have already seen him play in the Prem at, at United and didn't really work out. So whether they've already seen something there that mm, like that yeah. style of play doesn't work or the pace is too high for him, for him in that, um, and he's you know more suited to a continental flavor of football. Yeah, do you think as well? Like he's only twenty seven. Like if he has one or two good seasons at Barca, they could sell him on for a decent fee still. 
I did yeah. sell one for 30 mil. And so they've actually like the risk is fairly low for them because there's a free transfer. Yeah, they'll have to pay me a bit of cash, but that's better for them. Wages paying. Did his ACL up, up, up last year. Fee. So yeah. it wasn't last year, was it? It was the year before. Yeah, what, what year are we in? Um, <laughs> 21. It's all one now. Yeah, he's done an ACL recently. <laughs> yeah. He has, yeah, he, he has done one before. True. Yeah. Mm. All right. Alrighty. Uh, let's move on so, to a real Dutch Speaking player. of the Dutch, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. exactly. One of the big Dutch players who isn't in the Dutch squad, uh, Donny van der Beek, is wanted by Inter Milan. How? I, I think is. Source. I yeah. is, How? Yeah. What games have they been watching? Think, yeah, we need him in. Like, <laughs> they, went, they went back to 2019 Champions League run and just watched exclusively those games and didn't there, watch anything in the last year. Is there a spygate going on here? Like a, yeah, and, someone watching me just not I agree. Unless they're hiding on the hill, they've seen no evidence of why they need him in the squad. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, 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 could, I could see this going through for sure because like, like – United, there's no value in him being at United and sitting on the bench again for another year. There's no nothing to say that he'll play more because Oli's still in charge and he's not going to change up the way he plays. And uh, into Milan, he can go into Milan and have a have a reasonably good season and bring all that value back. And then United can either bring him back into the fold or ship him off for, and get their money back. So it's no risk for United to send him there. I don't think. Mm. I hope he doesn't go. I hope it works out for him at United. But yeah. No, with Ollie at the wheel. No, I, no, I think if you're Donny, you're that's a good move for yourself. Um, Definitely, yeah. But I, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it for Inter or United. Yeah. Mm. So Inter have um, Inter have made this move because they're looking for someone to replace Christian Eriksen as well, who obviously isn't going to probably oh, play yeah. again. A bit soon. Too what soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Jeez. I almost laughed at this next one, to be honest. <laughs> Jobber, do you want to take this one? Because so, uh, I definitely I can't, I can't say it all the way through without the laughing. Third biggest <laughs> brand, the third biggest brand in football have decided to make a plan to make Paul Pogba the highest paid player in the Premier League again. Mm. I believe he has been once before. Um, with a new five-year deal worth £104 million. That's the, the worst money part. well spent. The new mm. deal is the worst part of, of all of that is that it's for five years. I don't care how much it is that you want him there for five more years. Did they jump on Twitter after that game and just like, oh, Pogba made of the match, someone get the new deal going. Yeah. Well, he only played like 15 or 16 Premier League games this season. He found himself, you know, he started, sorry, about 15 Premier League games this year, which Was is the injured? back half of the year. Well, he, he had a, um, the ankle at the start and then he mm. really wasn't in the squad for the middle part of the season. And then really um, what they did is they, they found a spot for him on the left-hand side. He wasn't even playing really in the middle where mm. he plays for France and, and has won a World Cup in the middle before. Um, but, yeah, they don't even play him there. So you say, he's you very say vulnerable defensively. No, what I think oh. happened is I think um, over the water cool, the marketing team's like, oh, we need some, we need some <laughs> news. We need a feel-good story out there. What can we do? Oh, I don't know. Let's throw a shit ton of cash at Pogba. <laughs> yeah, sign it off. And the football department's like, this doesn't really make sense to us, but, um, you know, is we are a marketing company. So, yep, that's, that's true. <laughs> you said it, Jobber. So the, the one thing I really wanted to raise about this was um, he spent the last three years angling for a move. Yeah, so I just it doesn't make sense to me. It's like it's all built up with this like, oh, I'm going on a free to round bid. Wrong. I just want to get paid a shit. Yeah, load. I don't yeah, care about it. anything else. Yeah, he's going. Oh, yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. I'm going on a free. How much? Yeah, <laughs> actually, I will stay. 
Actually, it's not yeah. that rainy in Manchester, is it? <laughs> All right, let's get on the opening question, boys. Enough of the Pogba chat. We'll get to that. So, all of Italy's squad has played some minutes except for one player, I believe, who was the unlucky one. A uh, bit of history there is Mancini was actually at a Euros and sat on the bench for a whole tournament once, so he knows how that Ooh. feels. Mm. He'll get him Knowledge on. Bomb. Yeah. He'll get him on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, my question to you, boys, is who has not played at all and you want to see? And I know what one is is going to say. Uh, I'm no, going to no, you Sean first because I feel like I know what you're going to say. Manchester United future one. star. <laughs> yes, actually, that is correct, Job. You, you know me well. Um, and I suppose it's obvious that it is uh, Sancho. I want to see him play some minutes. I think um, Harry Kane dropping in, you need a runner in behind, and inevitably that is always Sterling, which really annoys me and the rest of the fans. Um, so, yeah, I want to see Sancho. He had a great year at um, Dortmund. And, yeah, I want to see him get some minutes. And I think he might play in the next game, which would be great. So I'll throw to you, Barney, and you can't say Harry Kane. Ah, oh, shit, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it. No, I was, I, was actually, um, I was actually going to say Sancho as well. I think, like, there's no reason for England not to play him now. Like, things haven't been working out well. They look pretty lackluster going forward. Like, they need to mix things up and, and bring in Sancho. And he offers something different to... Um, to some of the guys that have been in there already. So I think it will be good to see him in there. And, yeah, I just don't see how they can not play him now. I got, I'm got. i going to jump in with sort of three because there's mm-hmm. – there's, I want to see more of them. They've come on as subs, but they need to be starting. So it's Thiago, Goretzka, and um, and Grealish. They're the three I want to see more of. So you've, so you've said a little three teaser. and haven't actually answered the question properly. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> I refuse to. Uh, everyone that's uh, everyone that else I'm happy with. But why, why do you want to see Gretzka and, and who are you going to lose out of that middle of the park for Germany? Like I, they're not going to drop Cruz and like Gundogan plays all the time. So essentially one of them has to miss out then. I don't know who you'd pick. I don't know who, who would pick out of them. I, probably I, lose Gundogan. I'd yeah, say. I'd probably go lean to that way, but yeah. I don't know. I just, I just think because he did come on, and he just kind of. I don't know whether it's because he comes on late, but he kind of can take the game by the scruff of the neck a bit, just physically now. He's a beast of a human. Yeah, he's yeah. huge. But he had Absolutely. that, he yeah. had that finesse and touch before he got big. So it's a nice combo. Yeah. So boys, I'm gonna take the boring answer here and say Sancho as well. Like I just want to see him. Like he's got to put some, he's got to put some more zeros on that transfer fee. Like that's all everyone cares about. Wait, do you, you, United. you want you want him to add more zeros to the transfer fee when you're buying him? Yeah, well, we're going to pay it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what, one Bob team that's on happy with um, Harry Kane missing um, every game is uh, Man City. I mean, Man his City. price tag yeah, yeah. just keeps dropping and dropping at the moment, so that's good news. Yeah, and Daniel Levy somehow, is somehow he's still pushing his price up somehow. Yeah. Oh, Daniel. Yeah. What do you mean he's played bad? He's still looking real good out there. <laughs> All right, boys, let's get into it. So the first game we'll talk about, Sweden won Slovakia nil. This was a memorable one, wasn't it, Barney? Oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I didn't, um, didn't watch this one too closely. But again, I was very impressed with uh, Alexander Isaac up front for Sweden. He looks very lively and almost scored one of the goals of the tournament. Uh, good save mm-hmm. by the keeper there. So he was looking very lively up front, but yeah, I, was, I think it was it was good to see Sweden actually score a goal and yeah. uh, and win the game. And they could that group is all over the joint at the moment. Like I don't know who's going through. I I really think Spain will not make it through that group. 
at the moment. Yeah. Like maybe in a third place, maybe not. But Sweden look look good to uh, even win that group. So which is crazy, which is crazy to me because yeah. <laughs> they've had in the first game against Spain they had sixteen percent possession, and in this game they had forty one percent possession. They've um, Sweden have made the least amount of passes in the Euros. Yeah. And, and and somehow they're, they're probably going to top that group because they're not good once they get the ball they're not even good with it like it's like yeah no. we have little limited possession but we're, we make it count they don't even do that but they, they didn't look pretty cop, solid they didn't, though they didn't cop yeah. a shot on target like no, yeah, no that that's like, the thing, they, they just look so resolute back there and um, clinched it the game before against Spain so yeah, yeah two games haven't conceded so yeah it's but they are fucking yeah. boring yeah. Every time you watch yeah. them defend as well, it's just like two big banks of players constantly. Yeah. So it must be so frustrating to play against. Beautiful. One, thing, one thing I – yeah, good football. One thing I do love is Marek Hamshik's Barnet. Yeah, but his, his mohawk is getting tighter and tighter every mm. time I see him. It's looking great. It hasn't changed in like 20 years either, which I love. It's no, I think like yeah. it's getting shorter yeah. with his age. Just slowly getting like taken like a like uh, half a centimeter off every year. The reverse mm, yeah. pandev. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right, so there's one last thing I want to talk about in this one, Sean, and this is directly at you. Did you find it disrespectful that Isaac didn't know who Gary Lineker was? Uh, well, I did find it disrespectful, but... I mean, he's just so much younger. Like, he just wasn't around when Lineker was there. And I suppose if he's not from um, the UK, you're just not going to know it. But yeah, I thought they should have sent him home. Like, well, less the legend. So, yeah. <laughs> Kick him out of the tournament. All right, boys. <laughs> so, let's move on. So, Croatia won, Czech Republic won. Uh, Patrick Schick in the goals again. Halsey, what did you think of Perisic's goal? I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> Thunderbolt. <laughs> Cut inside. Whack. Yeah. yeah, trademark Perisic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, was, on, it yeah. was on his right, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, would you say it's trademark? I don't think he has trademark. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't think he's trademarks really that. But no, if if he's going to claim those trademark, yeah, all the power to him. And if Barney, all... you're you're a big burly centre back, Barney. Is that a red yeah. card for Lovren? Did that have your blood boiling, or were you all right with it? No, I thought it was all was fair in love and war. I thought and... was, I thought that was ridiculous. I what you Lovren... thought that was a red card? No, there's no way that's a red card. No way. No way. That was absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Well, that's good Stupid because he didn't get a red card, so I'm yeah. not sure why yeah. he's off so much. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not remembering that. <laughs> oh, the bar pen. Just... The bar pen. Yeah, shit. Lost my mind. That's yeah, not a bar pen. pen. It's not a pen. No. He got a he got a yellow card and um, gave away a pen. But oh, I agree. In, that's just that jumping um, action. Yeah. And like, um, for those listening, I just jumped really high then. But yeah. <laughs> Well, he hit the roof. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just didn't. don't know. I don't know what else he's supposed to do in that situation. Like, yeah. he's just protecting himself. Yeah, I agree. Or... He's protecting himself, but at the same time, it's pretty funny having the Lovren, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's what it's um it's all about these days. Just making it harder and harder for defenders to actually defend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, want, we want more and more goals. The handball rule is perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, no, the other way around, where it's like if the striker touches it at all with his arm leading to a goal, it's it's no goal, but then the yeah. defender doesn't have the same. I, I just find Croatia very uninspiring at the moment. Mm, they look, they look Yeah, they look yeah. like a team that needs a recycle. I know you called it, Shauno, I think, was it? You said it at the start of the, start of the tournament. And I think, unfortunately, you are correct. They look they <laughs> look it to very him. lackluster. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, it seems like they don't have like an out. Like they got... Rebic playing up front. Where they haven't got an out-and-out striker. Like they're missing that Mandzukic. No, Kramerich is in there in behind, but he's just can't carry the team as well as, as a Mandzukic can. And, yeah, it's really disappointing for them. All right, boys, let's move on to the big one here. England, nil. 
Billy Gilmore's Warriors Scotland. Neil. Oh. Sean, what would you think of this one? Hey, England's second best. Are you thinking oh, referendum? Yeah. Like, let's get the Scots out of Britain. Um, <laughs> no, nah, they feel quite comfortable under our rule, so um, <laughs> I think we'll keep them tucked safely under the wing. Um, well, a lot of a lot's been made about um, Southgate's starting team, but I wasn't too unhappy about his starting lineup. Would have, would have liked to have seen some changes in the front third, but yeah, he just changed the two um, wing backs, didn't he? Um, he brought Shaw in for trips, and he took Walker out of the squad completely for um, James, which, um, yeah, I wasn't too disappointed about. I think that that was okay. but So his selection's okay, but what I'm not happy about after that would be um, how the how they played and what decisions he made after selecting his first team. Like, I just think that they were just so... Because Scotland was so deep, I don't know why you'd keep um, Sterling on the pitch. Like, what Sterling, what he's good at is getting in behind teams. And Scotland played a back three, two tucked in to make it a five with no room in behind them. So why you keep Sterling on there to try and get in behind them, I just don't know. You're better off playing like an inverted winger and bringing um, Grealish on or something like that. Yeah. So that, that was a little bit um, disappointing. Rice and Phillips, I don't know if you'd, you'd need two holding midfielders in that situation as well. Like initially going into the game, I think I was okay with it. But again, once you see the game play out... You just don't need two sitting in there with the threat that Scotland gave. The Scotland like progressed their way up the pitch slowly in terms of like you know a throw in and then getting a set piece and then you know passing once they got into the half, um, they looked a little bit dangerous for sure. But I mean they weren't going to pass you the way through or anything like that. So that was a bit disappointing. Um, and the other thing is Reese James and Rice. I just thought they passed it backwards a lot. Like you look at look um, nervous. What yeah. Like Rice looked like petrified to lose the ball. And um James's best attribute is his like power and his pace to like blow past people. And he, he, I don't think he made one sprint at all. And and he crossed he it twice. Reluctant to in go the game. forward. Yeah, he's scared to go cross. forward. Like and that's yeah. why I'm, yeah. I'm kinda of wondering whether is it his performance or do you think that's a message from Southgate? I, I think this this to me just struck me as two teams who did not want to lose. Mm. Yeah, two teams who were so afraid to lose because obviously there's a lot of history in this this fixture. But like they both just look so scared to risk it, risk it, go forward, possibly lose the ball and turn over. And more so England definitely than Scotland. But like more to yeah, lose. It just it was it was so boring to watch this game. It was just so uninspiring and no one taking a risk or or you know doing anything interesting going forward. And it was a bit disappointing in the end. I thought um, I found the, the narrative around I found the narrative around Billy Gilmore a little bit much. Like looking at Rice and yeah. Phillips versus Gilmore, I'm like they they did the same things. But everyone's like Billy Gilmore is the best player in the world. Yeah, but Rice and Phillips had a shit game. I'm like they they played the same type of game. Like Billy yeah. Gilmore just like you won it back and then played it forward. Like that's I what think it's Billy Gilmore's like what 12 years old and weighs 45 kilos. That's <laughs> yeah, why but I mean that, that shouldn't uh, like I agree that they did the same thing and Billy got the hook at, at 70 minutes. Um, and so he didn't even play full 90 and he was mm. man of the match. So I'm like, how, how is really? that possible? And yeah, and so he got man of the match. You put an England shirt minutes. on him. What about McGinn? Yeah, put an England shirt on him and he's heavily yeah. criticized for the same performance. I, I, and I thought yeah. Pickford was really good. He made some awesome saves. He was good with his feet. I, I thought Mings um, was decent. Stones was decent. Um, so I think uh, for, for England's perspective, I agree, Barn. Um, I think they were petrified to lose it. I think Scotland were too. So Scotland going to their last game needing a a result to really um, get mm-hmm. through. So I think they were okay with it. And like retrospectively, this can't, maybe it was always going to be a draw because, um, as I said, Scotland were happy to take a point and roll the dice in the last game. And for England, you take the draw 
and you stay on top um, and it's safe and, and you sort of you go through. So I think it's not as bad as what um, England make it out and then obviously when they beat Croatia, things aren't as rosy as they always make out. But I just feel as though that, you know, the social media and the um, and the and the general media are just like so extreme. So when they yeah, win, they're course. like, "Holy shit, we're going to win the whole tournament." And when they lose, they're like, "That's it, Southgate's got to go." And I'm like, "Well, hang on, four days ago, <laughs> we were the best team in the world." So uh, yeah, things aren't yeah. always bad. So I think you take the point. We're on top, um, equal top, and then yeah, we'll get it done against the Czechs. I don't know. Speaking of um, extremes, uh, don't know if you guys remember my prediction for this game, the score. No, uh, what was it? Four nil. Three three two to England in, in the tournament. <laughs> Name of the tournament, I predicted. So I'm just going to pipe down now. Who's going to score two goals for Scotland? You said that when I said it as Lyndon well. Lyndon Dyke. Oh, Yeah, the Australian born. Where, straight from the Gold Coast. Head. I think you're going to see those type of score lines in match day three. You don't normally see them in oh, yeah. one and two. Like um, Teams think, going for it. Yeah, because like, teams, there's some jeopardy. Um, in, in match day three, in, in two, I think, as you say, Barn, everyone's scared to lose and a point just suits almost everyone just fine and then they crack into mm. the last game. So Especially just... with the third place um, spots up for grabs. Like, yeah. I was looking at a thing today and they were saying um, in the last Euros, there were two teams that went through on three points and two you know, got four points for the, the four third place um, ones that go through. So, yeah, if you get three points and you have like a... a even goal difference, you use a good chance you're going through to the, to, the, um, to the next round. But yeah, I, I was, uh, like you said, Sean, I was impressed with Mings as well. Like he's a real presence back there. And I think without Harry, like Stones isn't that great in the air. With mm. Harry, uh, Without Harry there, like Mings is a good um, substitute for that sort of big aerial presence and sort of big physical specimen dominating so, down there. Yeah, I agree. So um, Maguire will come in for Mings in the next oh. fixture against Czechoslovakia. Czech Republic, Brutal. and then and, it's and a matter it's... of how well he does. Um, and if he does okay, I think he, he, Mings will unfairly almost um, lose his spot um, to Maguire. But if Maguire, you know, looks a bit um, ginger and, and pulls up a bit sore, they'll just bring Mings straight back in for the knockout. So, mm. yeah. All right, let's move on, boys. So last one, shout out to Andy Robertson. I thought Andy Robertson was absolutely fantastic for the Scots. He's a fighter, isn't he's he? A, just a, he's an absolute warrior. He just played exactly as he would in any other game. I, I really mm. enjoyed his performance. Um, so next one, Hungary won, France won. So I mentioned off air, this cost me a considerable amount of money. Um, <laughs> but, like... Were France were France too negative in this game? Yeah, well, they Maybe. Have you'd, have to, you'd, ha- you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to say so because you'd expect them. Yeah, to batter them. But I, I, th- I think I, I think so. But also, it's like Portugal played Hungary in the same stadium in front of the same crowd, and it had to, it took them to the eighty fourth minute to score a goal, and they scored three, and they, they won quite easily. But like, it took a lot of lot for them to break down. Um, Hungry, and it was like a deflected goal that went in. I so, think, yeah, I like, I like, I don't think it's that like that unreasonable that France weren't battering them at this stage. Like the crowd was again was a huge factor for Hungary, and you saw what it was like after that goal went in. They were mm. mental. It yeah. seemed almost like um, because they went from such an extreme style of play against Germany with the sitting back to mm. then being the aggressor and playing someone who was such a defense heavy team. It was almost like too much of a swing in strategy for like the next game, if you know what I mean. So they weren't mm. quite attuned to that style of play fully and they I weren't executing I think properly. People people get a bit caught up with like how successful France are and then the style of football that they play. Mm. Like they don't necessarily they're not necessarily like a swashbuckling team. They have really yeah. good players, but they're really quite um like quite turgid and difficult to watch at times. 
because they more have to yeah. sit back and counter. Since yeah. the Shoms has been in charge, that's definitely yeah. been the way they. Yeah, like I said last week, the way they won the World Cup was was like they had a few high scoring games, but most of them was like yeah, mm. ground out wins. So when well, Hungary scored, Barney, I go back to that. How happy <laughs> I was! So happy with that. He was just oh, he had made a mission to just smash everything around. You him, see, yeah, I the water it. bottles and yeah. yeah. The, co- the commentators were talking about uh, how the fullbacks were not getting forward enough for Hungary and weren't being enough of a threat. And then as they're saying yeah, it, they're, they're, was he left back or right back? Left I can't back. Remember, so he was left back. Yeah, cuts in and just <laughs> smacks one past Loris, <laughs> and they're like, oh shit! And there's, he went mental. <laughs> and then you see him go over to the table in the corner. Yeah, yeah. some poor Euros presenter there. She's sitting there she and very just calm. smashes the table, and she sort of looks at him and just claps. And She's like, like, yeah, well gives a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he, he knew her or, like, you know, he's been interviewed by her before or, like, she was a, yeah. a Hungarian, like, you know, You'd known so. um, media, media personality. personality or something like that. But, um, yeah, I think France looked a little bit vulnerable um, down the right-hand side with um, <laughs> Bart there. Like, yeah, he really got done for, for pace. That was just a, a really basic one too. The ball got switched mm. from um, from Nego and then, yeah, it was just a really sort of a one-two and Pavard was um, struggling for pace and they got in behind Varane and, uh, yeah, Larice, um, you know, will flap that it as he usually does. So for all the riches that France have, uh, it's a Hugo Loris long bomb that gets him back yeah. into it. Yeah, like, I enjoyed that. Yeah, oh. for all of the beautiful football and all the players that they've got, um, just a big boot <laughs> right out of your playbook job. Um, yeah, well, nice yeah. and one. I'll, I'll tell you what, that's play number one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first one. That's what I start with. Total football. What, yeah. what, did you, what did you make of France's? Um, did do you think they looked a bit tired? I think like if you look at most of the other teams, um, so-called big teams, um, going into match day two, they made like two or three changes. Um, mm. France kept the same lineup um, except for their their left back. They took out Hernandez. But do you think they looked a bit tired and needed a change or not? Don't know. I if they were tired. They just they, the sh- they kind of yeah. didn't look physically tired. They just looked they a little looked bit lazy. I, oh, you I think you're lazy? Okay. Lazy. Mentally I, tired, like, yeah. Yeah, mentally. But I want, like, I wonder if these, like, because you have so many games so fast, if you don't change your team, I wonder if teams can figure you out, like, quite quickly. Mm. Like, you kind well, of want to keep that dynamism. Yeah, or maybe what they were trying to do, like, they won their first game, obviously, against Germany, and then they are going to Hungary, who, who in theory, um, is going to finish bottom uh, of this group. So they thought, hang on, if we get a win here, we've got two wins and we're through. And in the third mm. game, I can rotate my team. Um, and then and freshen it up like that. So, yeah, mm. but I thought it was interesting. Um, very so, good I'll tell you what, Sean, when you sent that picture through of Varane's uh, calves pre-game, <laughs> I was worried for France. But then I you said his quads are huge, massive. He's got a beautiful like little a teardrop just above the knee, textbook um, quads, and then you look at his calves and you're like, just there, just not mooing at all. No good. Nah, <laughs> it looks like a screwdriver where it's like the handles, the quads, and then the, the head was like the <laughs> Nice Phillips head. Yeah. All right, let's move on. So we've got Portugal 2, Germany 4. Was this a surprise for anyone? No, I picked this one, um, and mm. this was definitely a match of the round. Um, it was good to see both teams sort of having a go at each other. I think Portugal were a little bit more ambitious um, towards the, the second half and they had to open up a bit. They played on the counter um, in the in the uh, first half, and they did that against France as well. Um, so... Um, oh, sorry, they did that against um, like sort of all their games in, in the last tournament. So I think yeah. that, that'll be their style. Germany ran the game like they did against France and, and looked the best, I think. Two own goals to start with. Hmm. I um, I actually had the result here in the reverse. I yeah. thought Portugal yeah. were going to win this 4-2. So unfortunately, I was wrong. Close, close enough. But um, yeah, I was, I was 
pretty thoroughly disappointed with Portugal in this game. Like I had a lot more on them than what they showed. Um, I thought the you know Germany handily beat them, and I think they just like well, like obviously Germany dominated the possession in their first game, and we're all saying uh, you know like there's no point dominating possession if you're not going to do anything going forward, mm. and that's exactly what they did in this game. <laughs> yeah. They held the possession, and then they just went forward with it so much more, and they were just. They were just overloading the wings so much and it was causing Portugal all sorts of issues. And they would sort of, they'd go down one side, they'd have like, <laughs> um, like, like Kimmich or Gosens there, then someone from the front three would come across and then there'd be a midfielder supporting him as well. And if they couldn't get the quick ball inside, they'd just switch it long to the other side. And I think that's a benefit of having Kimmich and Gosens on each side is they can knock really good passes, pinpoint passes across the field and that opened Portugal up completely. And they were just, and that really killed them a lot of the time. And I thought both fullbacks of Portugal had honking games. They were both really bad. I, I think they were just so exposed by the the tactics. I think like Santos was just yeah. way out of his depth here. Um, and they just got yeah, Yogi Yogi Love. Um, he just you know had the, had the tactics um to smash Portugal here. And I think you could see from the start that Germany were going to control the game and just a matter of time until they picked them apart. And they kept think- getting in like really good areas to to cut back and stuff. Like Kimmich and Gusen yeah. as well. Mm, could have been more. Yeah. Every yeah. every single German goal had a wing back wide open at the back post. Mm. Every time. Yeah. And I, even I, the I one that was disallowed for VAR at the start. Mm, you saw this in the yeah. league as well. Sorry, Job. Semedo is so defensively naive. <laughs> like as a wing back. Mm. But he what? gets caught out like he's so athletic that he's like a, a shit Kyle Walker. Like he's so fast, he just gets caught out so easily. Yeah, but they picked on the the wing backs in this situation. Like Portugal played a four, um, mm. and, and Germany had like five going forward. So like Goosen's to go out there, Havertz to go out there, all both on Tomato's side, and he just get picked apart. They get in behind, cut back, and that's pretty much how all of their their goals came through. Mm. I I think as well is those two holding midfielders for Portugal, Carvalho and um, Danilo, like. They're not the quickest guys, and that was definitely exposed in this game. And I think their positioning, just like even if it was off like five or ten percent, like that was enough for Germany just to really expose them. And they were getting pulled all all which way. And I think what also killed Portugal was the lack of tracking back from their like front three. So <laughs> like the wingers, uh, Ronaldo, you know he's not going to track, um, but like Fernandez was getting back a little bit, but their wingers really killed him. Like. The um so many times like Semedo and Guerrero just left so exposed and had no help from the front front like the two wingers yeah. and it just hurt him and then you could see them make the change at half time to bring Sanchez on to obviously try and alleviate that but even he was still getting caught out so oh, it was yeah, yeah it was I bad. think Muller just outworked him um in the midfield like he sort of dropped in from <laughs> just behind um Gnabry and just yeah ran between Carvalho and Danilo and I just think he yeah just really outworked him was getting into some really good spaces and. Um, I was reading something in, in the Athletic um, this week, and they were saying that um, Muller's nickname in Germany is uh, um, Radio Muller because he doesn't shut up the whole time. And then, so I read that, <laughs> and then I went into this game to to watch it. And then I don't know, maybe I was just paying more attention to it, or maybe it jumped out at me. I don't know. But um, the whole time he's like directing and pointing and stuff like that, and he was like for the whole time, um, even when he's not on the ball, like he's telling people, look make that run, go around, go around, you drop in here and stuff like that. Then when he's on the ball, he's obviously directing things as well. But yeah, I thought his work rate was awesome and it seemed like um, that he was absolutely running the team. Pretty invaluable, that stuff, I think. 
He, you know, he I mean, is invaluable, like the way yeah. that he does that for both that and Bayern Munich. Like, because I feel like yeah. there has to be a reason why he keeps getting the game because he's not the best in any position, mm. and he's not great athletically. But he's got to put him somewhere. Yeah, you got to get him, him on yeah. the pitch. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it's, that's what he's always been about. It's always been like, how has he held a spot in a, in a great Bayern team and a mm. and a great German team for so long? And it's obviously because of that. So stuff you don't really you can't really tell from the TV is his talk. And his, his work, his rate, work rate, yeah, it's unreal. Because like, he's not he's not the greatest passer, shooter, whatever. But yeah, he just does the the one percenters, and it's yeah. I thought it was awesome team. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Ger- I mean, Germany look a oh, lot I mean. better after this game, and yeah, I think uh, my pick of putting him in as an implosion is really turned on its head. All he just did, I think. Um, not me. No, it was no. it was <laughs> oh, not me. It was definitely someone else. <laughs> I had him as my dark horse. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get France. All right. No. I'm going to wrap you up there, Barney, because you, you, I'm worried about going, going for hours. This. Yeah. So, Group F now sits France top on four points, Germany second on three points, Portugal third on three points as well, and Hungary on one point. That one's still wide open um, because we just don't know what France are going to produce. That France Portugal game is going to be absolutely ridiculous. Um, but we shall move on to Spain one, Poland one. So, Barney, you were calling for Gerardo Moreno to start. He did. Barada also got in the goals. But um, I suppose we're going to talk about the pen, don't we? Just skip straight through. What happened there? <laughs> well, remind me what happened in the pen again. I, me- I remember watching the pen. So, Moreno takes the, a pen, the- misses, and then your boy, Morata, he oh, put all the Yeah, sorry. I thought you were asking about the, the pen, how it actually um, was given. No, that was a bit soft, but oh, yeah, I'm okay. That's what I thought, I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, Murata, my God. I saw that. I could not believe it. He's, he missed an absolute sitter again. So he's, get him off the field. What's he starting for? <laughs> he scored, but I want more okay, Yeah, but he should have scored so many more. It's like <laughs> yeah. the Salah effect. Yeah, he scores, scores but, goals. He uh, could score a lot more. That's the thing. Like everyone's like, oh, you know, he scored and he got a disallowed goal or something. But like France had eighty six percent possession in the first game, seventy seven in this game. And you think if you're playing up front and you're the number nine, you think you'd be able to poke you're the couple problem. away. Gut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But oh, yeah, I suppose like I think you're right because if you look at that seventy seven percent possession, and they were fairly dominant in the game, and like they only have five shots on target. Twelve mm, shots yeah. total. Yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, it's crazy. It's just not good enough, is it? Like you've got to put him away. Yeah, yeah. And even after all the criticism, he still went with Murata, and at halftime, it looked like a stroke of genius. But there's one giant man that everyone had written off and forgotten about, Robert Lewandowski. I, like yeah, I said he wouldn't get a touch. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, which is ironic. Nice. Which is ironic because um, he doesn't eat meat on match day. Makes him feel too heavy, and yeah. um, he yeah. likes to feel a little bit lighter. So there you go. There you I go. only eat meat. Just aggro. <laughs> <laughs> spicy um, yeah, look, Spain obviously had a lot of chances to win this game, but they they really do seem quite uninspiring, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah, just just toothless in mm. that that final third, really. Yeah, definitely. I think. So yeah, I, I didn't actually have much to add on this one because I was I'm so I'm genuinely over Spain. Like they just <laughs> they suck the life out of the game, but do nothing with the ball. Danny Olmo looks like he could kind of do something in situations, but just he doesn't have any end product. Hasn't. Yeah. yeah, and I just can't see how they're going to solve this problem they have right now. Do they? Do they just throw some like throw caution into the wind and start Traore? Someone I, way more direct. They're trying to score just, goals, go. Barney. Yeah, but he's, he's, he 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 is chaos. Yeah, I that, that is true. I, I can't I remember so. what I was um, reading or listening to, but yeah, they were talking about um, putting him in there, and they were saying that he is the worst player in the Spain squad. 
But <laughs> at the same time, he's something that they probably really need. So, yeah, you say, you're better off to, to throw him in there. So, he might actually do something apart from um, pass it sideways and keep the ball. Tiago Alicantra sitting on the bench too. Like, didn't come that on does all my game. Head in. I, I couldn't get my head around that. Like, even, I, I don't know, like, because Murata's finishing is not great. So, you just need to create a greater volume of chances. And Tiago's going to be the guy who can do that. Yeah. Maybe put um, Murata, like, in the goal. Put him in um, Chesney's goal <laughs> yeah. and just hang around the net and then because see. If, see no, because he's be off the field. So then see if Tiago can p- actually pick him out via a pass into the back of the yeah. net. I think that's the only <laughs> way, way I see, uh, yeah. anyway, I see um, Spain creating anything. But, Job, what about um, Poland? Oh, we've banged on about Spain a bit, but how, how are they looking? Do you think they're gonna, actually going to get through? I don't think they're going to do anything. Um, really? They haven't, been, no, they haven't been very good across two fixtures. They weren't particularly good. They were thoroughly outplayed in this game. Mm. Spain just didn't take the chances. But if you've got Lewandowski up there, you've always got like that X factor, and he can yeah. like he can get you a goal. Um, yeah, he forced I, that one in, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did. He's so, he's just such a good fisher and such a physical presence. Um, but like but, the sitting bottom of the group, and they're not like they're not looking like they can do anything. I think they have Sweden next, and Sweden have looked kind of promising. Rock solid. Yeah. yeah so so I just, yeah. So what are you saying? Know. Like all vegans are weak and they can't play football. <laughs> so what are you saying? Match day vegan. That's basically yeah. If Lewandowski you get a stake up in, maybe you could make a difference in this. Time. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that's really all. Snack pack. We're losing fans. Yeah, quite we're, easily. We're gaining some. All the, ve- more the vegans and goalkeepers are gone. <laughs> <laughs> and the Haitian supporters. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah right, so this group looks like Sweden on top, Slovakia second, Spain in third. Uh, I know some have predicted them to be a flop. I'm not going to say who. We'll find out at the end of the tournament. And Poland on one point, and they're looking like going home. Um, so let's move on. Chaps. Yeah, I'll two. take this one. Italy, the team of the tournament, one. Wales, nil. What do you got, Josh? Mum, yeah, I'm running through a couple, yeah, oh, a couple little stats. Yeah, and then I'll, I got a, as well. Yeah, yeah. All my Italian <laughs> friends, I consulted with them. We lost the Greeks I, last week as well with Josh's yeah, government. Yeah. I got to. Um, I got a couple of questions for you guys about this game after I run through some stats. So Italy were, I think they rotated nine out of their starting eleven players. I think it was, um, and they still maintained seventy percent possession, twenty three shots to three, Jeez. Uh, three times as many passes, ninety one percent pass accuracy. They looked almost as good as their regular A team. You could tell they were the B team. They, were, they had to go a little bit more direct with a few more crosses and that than usual, but they're still very similar style of play, and they would have beaten most teams in the tournament, I think, with this team. So a couple of questions I had regarding the game. I don't know how much you guys saw of it, but um, was it a red card for Wales? Um, no. Oh, harsh. No. Yeah. Harsh. No, I, I, yeah. I, that's, that's pretty Even harsh. the commentators were saying, I just, I just wanted to, I thought it was too. I just wanted to sense check that with you guys. Do you think it was maybe the height at which Bernadeschi jumped vertically that threw the ref off? But, so, Likely. Barney, I've got a problem with these types of challenges because, like, you come down, like, when you're coming down like that, your intention is to come down, like, exactly where the ball is. Like, you don't want to come too soon because they'll just flip it over you. Like, you're coming down yeah. on the ball. So, like, any type of, like, touch on the ball is going to make it look really bad. Because, and they like, follow you, through, yeah. You want it, like, you want to be stepping into it at the right time. Has, and, has, has, has anyone got, like, from a – like, we see a lot of those sorts of tackles come in these days and a lot of times it's just a yellow, but has anyone actually been seriously injured – from a tackle like that. that, that That's my point, Barn. I don't think yeah, it wasn't high on the ankle. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you can call it violent conduct or anything like that because it's not that dangerous. Like someone stamps on your foot and it does hurt. But, I mean, you're not going to like break a leg by doing that. 
and he no, stayed he's... on his he stayed on his feet. Mm-hmm. Didn't go down. like the times you see someone get injured from a tackle like that is when they're off their feet, like in the yeah, air, yeah, going, yeah, yeah. taking out a whole leg. It's not when they're just like trying to stand on the ball. Yeah, you're playing um, football. Someone's foot is going to get stood on. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. so um, I did catch a funny little thing. It was reminiscent of the. Uh, I called it the turkey tactic. So Bale did the old <laughs> cut lose. inside. Oh, the cut. Yeah, didn't get him, did it. No, not even close. <laughs> no. talk, talk me through it. Watched... I don't think I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Bale's coming down the right side, cuts inside, and it immediately everyone on the field and all the Italians knew what was happening to cut the, that direct ball over the top to oh, – uh, yeah. it was Dan James running through this time. Oh, so someone with actual pace. And trust his first that's, touch. That's, yeah. And it was so obvious. And Benucci tracks Dan James, no worries, and it just sort of lazily skids through and Donnarumma picks it up and kind of almost laughs in his face. Wait, so the Italian defense didn't charge forward no, immediately? I was, I was holding my breath. <laughs> I was just, like, here we yeah. go. Wales, 1-0. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they, they read. They obviously watched the tape. They had that one covered so easily. I don't even think you need to watch tape. You just need to like understand football. Do you yeah, imagine and- the turkey coach standing there on the screen being like, there, that, that's what we should have done. There no, it is. He would have been like, wait a second, what happened? How'd they stop it? <laughs> Rewind. Oh, track the runner. Got it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, um, two, two more regarding the goal. So it was the sort of, I'm skeptical. I thought it was an under hit free kick that turned out well, but mm. some said that it was a set play. I don't know what you, what you guys reckon. Bad yeah. ball in, didn't beat the first. I yeah. thought variety was great. Variety was great for most of the game. I thought not quite fully fit, but look sharp. Um, and then the other one was, did you see Italy's other interesting free kick routine where they put the, the two walls, one in front of the Wales wall and yeah. one behind in an offside <laughs> yeah. position? And yeah. then right before they took it, yeah, they ran back on side and it sort of just moved everyone around a bit and the shot mm. got through, hit the post. So That was a hell of a strike from Bernadeschi. Yeah, genius or I, I don't know. What? It was just it was just pandemonium. It was like what I liked. It was like the Mario game. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what happened was the, the wall in front stayed there and they ducked down like they were they were expecting it to go over them. So I think that caught the keeper off a bit. I feel like Mancini was like we've completed um, defensive tactics. So now I'm going <laughs> to yeah, have yeah. these like wild free kick routines <laughs> and we're going to spend all day on it. So yeah, see yeah. how we go. No, that's very likely. So that's pretty much all I had regarding this one. It was good to see Italy again. I'm glad I got to cover this one. I look forward to seeing their performances going forward. So Italy are through, aren't they? And Wales are through yeah. on this group. And then we have to see um, yeah. who finishes third, don't we? Yeah. I think Switzerland could be could be uh, going through. Yeah, I think that might be all right. Yeah, like they, the Turks, Barney. Well, I mean, all right. Let's let's. That's a good segue. Let's, let's move yeah, on. So Switzerland three. <laughs> Do you watch again? Switzerland three, <laughs> Turkey one. Give me a couple of quick comments on this one, lads. Zedin Shakiri, what a legend! Oh shit, some goals. Like yeah, the whole it's, game was full of good goals. Mm. It was actually. He he, know, he knows when he needs to drive up his value, doesn't he? Mm. You know, he's and, left and getting back on the, <laughs> getting back on getting back out in the market. He's oh, I might get moved on from Liverpool this year. I better make sure I go to a decent club. Knock a he, few worldies in. He always steps up for the international <laughs> team, though. So it's yeah. much more important for the Austria, uh, the sorry, the Swiss team than he is for Liverpool. He, thri- yeah, he so. thrives on it, doesn't he? Like he yeah. thrives yeah, on being yeah. the man for Sweden, and like he, geez, yeah. he stood up. He was so good. Yeah, he's a you Swiss saw, Messi. You saw him at, at Stoke. He was a bit like that. Like he really liked being relied on, and he 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 really took a few games by a scruff of the neck. But like, the, there's a, a few players that, that do that for for their national team as well. Do you know what I mean? They grow a bit bigger when they they're allowed to be captain, and yeah, they're the main man. I think so. Mm. Bale, Bale, yeah, Harry Kane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, hang on. <laughs> no, not quite. Um, but yeah, I suppose a couple of cracking goals from Shakiri, and there was also. Um, 
who scored the other goal? Zuba, I think. Yeah, Zuba, legs. yeah. That was a really nice strike. How, how, oh, yeah. okay, how bad was <laughs> okay. Turkish defending on some of these goals? Oh, okay. yeah. First one, first one. <laughs> yeah, first one, Zuba turns on top of the box and no sure. one tries to like press him or not let him turn and he just turns and smacks it. It went through the guy's legs, but still mm. he should never be able to turn. Second one, Soyonchu is so slow to move across to Shakiri on his right. He's like... Shakira is rolling across the Shakira on his right, and so she's still standing there looking at the guy past it, and then he sees it's going to Shakira, and he starts to move across. Heavy and legs. The third one, heavy legs from that just... FA Cup win, maybe. Heavy brain. <laughs> yeah. oh, what the whole Turkish team played in the FA Cup. <laughs> and then the third one, I mean, it was way open at the back. Obviously, Turkey pushing forward to try and get something out of the game. Yeah. But I mean, they conceded eight goals in three games. <laughs> Dark horse. Well, so are they the worst team at the Euros? They got battered every game and scored one goal. I think they're worse the worst than Hungary. Yeah, so far. Now, I don't know who could actually end up being worse than them, really, in terms of like. Well, they're, they're, they're bottom form. of the group now. They're stuck. Like, they're, I think they're the only team that is guaranteed to be bottom of the group. Yeah, yeah. On like, my point. They've just, yeah, they're bottom. Yeah, they've just been. They've just been. I don't know if they like got <coughs> the first game just had such a negative impact on them that they've just been shit following that. But they were just awful. Like, they're oh, so they're, so bad. Apparently, yeah. there's a bunch of problems like internally when they've all turned on each other. So it's not going to give oh, you better. Oh, like after the be first family. game, sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, it was funny because about... we were talking about how good the the vibes were in the camp yeah. before the tournament. No, no, it takes <laughs> one, one loss to probably the team of the tournament, and then it all turns to shit. Yeah. All right, so Italy tops the group with nine points. Wales second on four. Switzerland third on four as well. So I think that one could go either way. But Wales have got an absolute layup against bottom place Turkey next. So <laughs> Wales could I don't know can they finish top of the group or leading goal scorers or something. So let's move into the preview, boys. So we've got Ukraine, Austria. Sean, give me a score. Go. Uh, I think this is going to be a really tasty affair. I think um, whoever comes out on top here um, will obviously go through um, next to the Netherlands. Uh, I think I'm going to go Austria with Alaba playing uh, centre-back, left-back, and Stolten. <laughs> yeah. Man, Halsey, who you got? Yeah, I reckon Austria 2-1. And yeah, Alaba running the show. It's going to be a late, late winner. Barney, Anatovic get a game or still everyone a little bit upset about that whole thing? Oh. <laughs> I hope for football's sake he doesn't get a game, but oh. he, probably, he probably will come back in and probably do it again. Off to, gob off to someone <laughs> about someone's. Like, what would he say, do you think, Barney? If he used to <laughs> oh. Give us I a think, couple I think of he examples. might use something about their race or their mother. Yeah. Yeah. Just say it in like a sentence, but like. Just a previous <laughs> experience. Yeah. All right, so who's going to mm. win, Barney? Uh, I guess it'll be a draw. I'm going to be a draw. And Ukraine will say second and go through. All right, I've got the Ukrainians to go through. Um, yeah. They're going to look over to the bench, see Big Shevchenko, and he'll get him over the line. He might even bring himself on. Do it for Andre. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, do it for Andre. I think Austria might be um, might be able to get through on on three points. Um, hmm. Like they, they've scored three goals, so and they, if they lose this game, um, they'll have three goals and, and three points. So that potentially that's enough to get through. All right, so let's move on. So North Macedonia versus the Netherlands. So Goran Pendev is actually retiring after this game. He made his debut for is North Is he actually? Macedonia. Yeah, he made his oh, debut so sad. in the national team. I think it was Macedonia then, 20 years ago. I think <sighs> he's got another tourney in him, if I'm honest. <laughs> he like found us. another country and yeah. played for him. <laughs> I don't think he actually found the country. Well, he may as well. All right, if he goes so- to advanced hair studios, he could make it to the next year. <laughs> yeah. All right, Barney, give me a tip. No, nah, Netherlands, Netherlands will win this one. They'll score a few. I think it might be like 3-1. Pandev to score one to send himself out. Halsey? 
Yeah, I reckon uh, the Dutch will get up 3-0 here, just have a bit of a field day. Yep. Sean? Yeah, you can't go past the Dutchies, but um, I wonder how many changes they'll make and what type of impact that'll have. Good That's point. I that makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah Denzel Dumfries might lose his golden boot. Mm. What do you reckon, Job? Oh, you got to go with Netherlands. Um, yep. I don't know if they can bring anyone in, but I don't think the squad is deep enough for them to rest that many players. So, be hey, interested. Donny, you can bring him mm. on the 86th. <laughs> oh, <laughs> watch him from home. All right, so <laughs> Russia and Denmark. Sean, give me a tip. Uh, I'm going for the Danes in this one. 1-0. Barney? Yeah, I, I agree. I think Denmark will be too strong here. Yeah. 1-0. I think, I think they get, they'll get the result they, the result they deserve um, and yeah, get a win. Oh, I think you're going to say a loss. Just for their effort. No, no. Rub it in. Tough tournament, mate. Yeah. For the effort they put in, I think they, they'll get one here finally. Yeah, I'm going to go with Denmark too because Russia have been shot. Um, all right, so Finland, Belgium. Sean, over to you. Oh, Belgium, easy. Um, again, depends on how many changes uh, they choose to make because they are through. All right, Barney? Yeah, the floodgates are going to open for Belgium in this one. I reckon this could be Lukaku hat-trick 5-0. Is Lukaku going to play, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon they'll play him. I don't think he'll play. No, I don't think he'll play either. Who have they, they, they got backing him up? Who are going to bring in? Grace Mertens. Bashwai? Heard Bash of him, Wai. mate? Yeah, oh, Benteke. Benteke. <laughs> no, Benteke didn't make it, I don't think. Ooh. Yeah, I think he's on the plane. Yeah, Benteke's in the in the team. Skipper. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, I had Belgium as my um capitulation team. So now that's clearly out of the picture, I reckon they're gonna pump the fins four <laughs> 0 Yeah, now you're on the bandwagon. Good yeah, yeah, yeah. Take some revenge. Um yeah. Sean, have we got a tip from you? Uh yeah, I said uh Belgium straight off the top. Yeah. And I said Belgium. how many changes that's they why hat trick. Yeah, true. All right, Belgium hard. All right, so Croatia, Scotland. Sean, can the Scots keep it up? Fuck. Expect fuck all goals in this game. 360 <laughs> minutes of football and there's one goal between them. Two absolute snooze fest. Definitely get on the unders on this. Um, I think you're looking at a boring Croatian 1-0 win. Jeez, that's tough. <laughs> oh, really? I reckon the man from the Gold Coast is going to get up and score the winner. Oh, do they want to mention Scotland that anymore? His head is built for a flick-on header to the back post. You yeah, see? but how many times did the commentator mention that? Oh, too much. I didn't know about it until they mentioned oh, it 14 times. Down throat. <laughs> it's yeah. not even a good mention either. Yeah, he's so All right. bad. Barney, who have you got in this one? I, 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 I definitely know Scotland will not score. That's a banker. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. But I don't think Croatia will score. I don't, think, I don't think they'll be able to break down Scotland. I think it's going to be all Croatia Beautiful. out of the tournament. Halsey, did I ask you? Yeah. Yeah, Scotland, thanks. Scotland, yep. Uh, Scotland for me as well. I think the Croats are leggy and Scotty McTominay is going to rise from a corner. No one oh, I right. loved it. Czech Republic versus England. Barney? I, I, I think England will get through. I think they'll, they'll just get over the line on this one. Um, Czech Republic will be a bit more open at the back and it will be good for England and they'll rotate it through, a few through and, and get the win. Maybe like a 2-1, I think. All right, Halsey? Yeah. Yeah, I reckon if England get out of their own heads um, and like just play a bit more free flowing, they'll 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 win comfortably. Sure. Um, unlike the other game in this group, um, the last meeting four meetings between these two sides has produced a total of fourteen goals, an average of three point five goals a game. So, round it up, England four 0 England four 0 <laughs> No bias. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go for a draw in this one. 
Um, I think England are going to implode upon themselves. So uh, I just I just think there's too much going on in that squad right now. All right, Sweden versus Poland. Barney, who you got? Ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is going to be not a good game. I think Sweden will grind out a 1-0 win. Sweden, why not, Sean? Nil-nil, snooze Top first. Top the group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I won't be getting up for this one. I'm glad it's at 2 a.m. I'm uh, saying nil as well, nil-nil. Oh, bloody hell. All right, I'm going to go for the polls. I think I've changed my mind completely, and Lewandowski's going <laughs> to score a goal. Me neither. Good to hear. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. going to snap a steak in the morning and then he's going to score. Um, all right, Slovakia versus Spain. Speaking Sean. of first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you just got to go to Spain, don't you? I think they'll grind out a boring 1-0 win. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I reckon Spain will win too because you just feel like they've just got to – for all the possessions they have, they've got to put one in the net. So I'm going to say same thing, one, one or two nil. Fun. I – Hope that Spain win just so whoever had them for implosion doesn't get up. That's that's the only reason. That's the only reason. But it'll be bad. It'll be like one or two. They could still implode from here. So I've got Spain to win this one as well, sadly. So five points. I still consider that pretty shit for them. Um, Hmm. All right. So this one I'm really interested in. big one. Portugal, France, Ronaldo versus Mbappe. Sean, who you got? Uh, This is obviously the most tasty fixture um, coming up. I think it's obviously between two teams that don't really like the ball that much. So it'll be interesting to see how possession falls. Um, I think a draw kind of works for both teams. So I'm going to go a draw on this one. All right, Halsey? Yeah. I hmm. would like to see Portugal win, I think, because I've got a couple of their plays on my predictions. Hmm. So that's just that's my bias there. I think... This one's not going to be a very high-scoring one. I reckon it could be like a 2-1, and I'm going to go with Portugal, 2-1. Portugal, 2-1. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow, heard it here first. Barney? I, um, I think this <clears throat> will be a score draw as well. I think, uh, like Sean, I said, both don't like the ball, and it's going to be a pretty tense affair. And, yeah, a score, a draw definitely works for both Works for both teams, yeah. And I think the third-place team from this group actually plays the winner of the England group. Ooh, so, you don't want that. You don't want if that. England win their Holland. group, it won't be England. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. England win their group, Unlucky. they're kind of screwed. You don't want the Tartan Army. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so boys, I'm going to go for France in this one. I actually watched Portugal play France in the Nations League and I thought France absolutely battered them. They didn't win by mm. much, but the Golfing quality was just ridiculous. So um, we're pretty much split down the middle there. So you went France, Bunny and I had a draw, and Halsey had Portugal. So mm, someone's going to lose. Disappointed. All right, so Hungary, Germany. So this one's got a lot steeped in history. This clash, um, obviously, <laughs> nineteen fifty four World Cup comes to mind. Sean, who we got in this one? Oh, yeah, just when you were born. Um, I think Germany <laughs> will do this rather easily. I think they've got the tools to break Hungary down, um, uh, uh, sort of unlike Portugal did for 84 minutes and, and France didn't really do at all. So I think, yeah, Germany will have the, the tools to break them down. And I think with the draw in the other game, I think this gets Germany on top of the group of death. Mm. Yeah. Barney or Halsey? No, you get Halsey. No, yeah, I, I, I agree with Sean. I think Hungary sort started to fatigue defensively a little bit, combined with Germany, who are in the ascendancy. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be pretty comfortable win for Germany. All right, Barney. Obviously, you're a proud Hungarian. Yeah. What do you think? <clears throat> well, unfortunately, I can't support the, the boys, but uh, yeah, I think Germany will win this. And it's, this is also Hungary's first game away from their stadium. It's actually at Allianz cool. Arena, so that's really going to work against them. And yeah, Germany will be pick this team apart, and it could get ugly. 
They're going to have the gay pride flag around the around the Alliance Stadium too. The what pride flag? (laughs) Gay gay pride. Gay pride. Um, No, you don't. You don't. Um, All right. So that'll do us. I've got I've got a multi here. So that's all the pictures. (laughs) Might just edit that out actually. Um so moving on, I have a multi. So are you got get your pen and paper ready? So you got Belgium to beat Finland, England to beat the Czech Republic. Banker. Yep. Robert Lewandowski to score at any time. Denmark to beat Russia and Timo Werner to score any time. Oh, no. Oh, no. You've lost your Timo Werner. He didn't oh, even get on no, the pizza yeah. last Yo. game, mate. No, no, he hasn't like, played yet. They're going to rest players. I'm telling you. Werner's going to start. Yeah, but he's not <laughs> they need score. a win. They're not going to rest players. <laughs> need a win. They need a goal. They're looking at Timo. Um, oh, you piss oh, money no. away. <laughs> Jeez, there goes the pod money gone. That's why I took my money out of the account. Exactly. Smart move, Josh. $10 will pay $146.20 when Timo comes on and tucks away that last one. Oh, it's all in that, geez. isn't it? Go throw it's that a, $10 in the bin. That's paying like $100. Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> You've come in hard, Barney. Um, oh, I don't know. Look, uh, that's all we've got time for today. So, Sean, I give us a sound bite. Some Man City fan apparently slugged him. Oh, I like Jeremy. Shit, you're old. It was a direct attack at you. Like, you look every bit 30, huh? He'll be killed by a number of men in the dugout. Watch, watch, rumbles on. Pina colada, large one. Large one.